Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Into House Sports with Jay and Jay. It is Saturday, June 20th, 2020, just one day away from the start of summer and the longest day of the year. And this episode recorded our latest recording. Normally we do it anywhere around from 11 to 2, uh, but we are doing it local time, mountain time, 8.20. So, uh, yeah, so 8.20 mountain time, uh, 10.20 on the East Coast, 7.20 on the Pacific Coast, Pacific Time. Anyway, we got a ton of stuff to talk about today. Uh, today's been a good day for us. Uh, we golfed, ex- uh, did some extras, other exercise in the morning, and uh, we're so excited to be here. Hopefully, uh, this podcast, we're trying to get it all on one um, one recording, so uh, you don't have to go from one recording and go to right to the next one. You got one whole recording. Um, and also, if you want to answer some of the questions or res- or respond to our topics, you can follow us at Twitter at the House Sports. Again, that's the at sign the House Sports on Twitter. So, Dad, we're gonna get started with our first topic. Let's do it. Should we talk about COVID nineteen? We are going to because that is something that has come up uh, very recently. Um, so, uh, it was announced yesterday. All of a sudden, yesterday. Um, um, all, all of a sudden it was announced yesterday that a bunch of athletes, there's Wrigley in the background, like usual, our dog. Um, it was announced yesterday that a ton of athletes tested positive for COVID-19. Um, among all these different sports, you got the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, star Austin Matthews. You got, um, members of the Philadelphia Phillies, Toronto Blue Jays. You got all these players on the Tampa Bay Lightning and in the golf, you got Nick Watney and, um, Golf is especially interesting, as we know, because you're isolating and and uh, and stuff, and you know you're not coming in contact with people, so so the ability to spread it is different. However, um, Watney, it was it was it, I it was reported that he took his own plane to the event rather rather than the charters that the PJ Tour um, was was taking from I think one event to the other. So all of a sudden, it was crazy because in sports we hadn't heard about it. And all of a sudden, tons of sports, and there's also college sports. I read Clemson and Michigan State. They're all testing positive. And then in the NFL as well, I read today. But all of a sudden, it seems like this is happening. And, yeah. Dad, what, what do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, all the professional sports, you mentioned college as well. And all of a sudden, teams are trying to get back to pre, uh, pre-training, pre uh, spring training. And now all of a sudden, we're hearing all this. So, you know, what's it going to be like tomorrow? What's it going to be next week? Lots of unknowns. The unknowns continue. Uh, NBA said they're going to be starting uh, officially. Their first game will be July 31st. The NHL, the National Hockey League today, said they're going to start on the 30th of July. Are they actually going to start? I mean, that's six weeks away from now. They're going to isolate. They're going to learn from this. Uh, MLB is shutting down all their pre-training to do super cleaning and um, super cleaning of the dugouts, etc. Lots of unknowns. Here we are talking about teams finally returning, but are they actually going to get on the pitch and participate? So what do you think? You know what? It's definitely a – sorry again for the, all the noise in the background. We got our, our dog in here. We should be it's calling mascot. it – We should be calling it In the House Sports with J and J and W because Wrigley, Wrigley is with W, like Wrigley Field. Um, anyway, though, what do I think? It's going to be definitely difficult. I don't know how they're going to do it if one player gets it. 
Um, in golf, of course, if one player gets in and they tested all the other players that Watney was in contact with, but uh, they did the testing with him, or they did the testing and all of them were negative. So that's a great sign. But other sports, like, you know, if, for example, if the Raptors are playing the uh, the Grizzlies and um, Fred Van Lee gets the COVID-19, all of the players on the Raptors have it. What are they going to do? The Raptors are just going to forfeit out of the out of the race for the NBA uh, finals. Yeah, it's know, just, it's yeah. so unpre unprecedented times. There's, there's all these plans, but it might, I, I hopefully won't get to the point where they'll have to just, they might have, hopefully they don't have to call it, but with this stage two and all the businesses opening, yeah, it's definitely a major risk. And we've seen it in Calgary and Alberta. The cases have definitely gone up, at least for us and other places in the United States as well. Yeah. Yeah. And major league baseball, they're fighting back and forth. The and major league baseball and the, uh, Baseball uh, Players Association, they can't determine how many games, what payment's going to be. You know, it might not, they might not, it might be decided for them with this spring train, uh, spring training COVID. Um, I'm not going to call it an outbreak, but it sure sounds like it's the beginnings of one. So things may be decided for them. Major League Baseball can just not get things on the, on the straight here and, 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 and good luck to them and uh, um, trouble, tr some troublesome times with this. This uh, COVID uh, virus continues. So, again, we'll continue to monitor this, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, next week. Um, uh, the National Basketball Association, the players have to say by the 24th of June whether they are actually going to participate or they're not. I don't think we're going to get into big tail detail about this tonight, but there are players that we know that do want to play. There's others that are hesitant, and they're hesitant for different reasons, uh, one being health and, of course, uh, some some discussion about Black Lives Matter and whether they should be putting more of their attention towards that. And they feel that by playing basketball would take um, their uh, the mind from people. It would take the um, attention focus um, away from the Black Lives Matter and 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 put it more on the, the basketball players, their performance and wins and losses, etc. So different opinions from different from different players. Really interesting. Um, it's just a, there's just so many branches. To all of this, um, it is nice to see golf on and uh, cheer on our Canadians, Corey Connors. But um, uh, again, we'll follow the other professional sports as we continue to do so. Yeah. Anyway, so um, let's go right into our next topic. Dad, take it away. Yeah. Just uh, it was announced this week that the uh, U.S. Open tennis tournament is going to take play uh, take place in Queens, New York, uh, August thirty uh, first to uh, September thirtieth. Uh, uh, it's, of course, going to be on a television, but there will be no fans. Uh, usually, the uh, U.S. Open is the fourth uh, Grand Slam of, of, of the year, but this year it is the, the, number, the number two at the Australian Open being back in uh, February. And the big question uh, with this, and again, there's time for these guys to bow in or bow out, uh, is which players will participate. Uh, the Joyker, Novak Djokovic, my man, uh, Last week he wasn't so thrilled and saying he might not uh, play. Uh, he had his he's had some he had some reasons why. And uh, Ash Barty, the number one female tennis player, Rafa Nadal, last year's champion, he wasn't uh, so intent on playing. But um, there were players like Serena Williams that say she she can't wait to uh, participate to, to to bring it on. I did read earlier today that Djokovic uh, uh, is uh, starting to maybe change his mind. He's read some of the safety rules that have been presented that. For example, players will not have to stay at a hotel by the airport that they will be able to uh, maybe rent a, a, an apartment. Um, they'll be able to bring more than just one um, uh, group, uh, more than just their coach to the uh, tournament. They can bring their 
physio and their massage so, and all that. So did they change it? Because we were talking about that last week. Did they change that up a bit? They, they have changed that up, it sounds like. So the, the rules are being presented. Uh, at the end of the day, no Joykovic's going to be there. Uh, I heard they're going to have extra locker room space. They're going to have daily temperature checks. Um, uh, you know, and, uh, and again, they'll be able to bring their entourage with them. So I guess that satisfies people like Joykovic. There was um, some of the lesser-seated players who weren't happy with Joykovic because they are the ones that are, you know, that need the money. They're not making a whole lot. And there was Joykovic complaining that they could only bring one coach. So the other players were, 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 were barking on Joykovic. But on, Yeah, on that note, what you're saying about the temperature checks, as you said that, something came into my head. What's going to happen hypothetically? Hopefully this doesn't happen. Or, hope, you know, hopefully no, you know, the, the less amount of athletes and people that test positive for COVID-19, the better. But what's going to happen if, like, you know, somebody's in a quarterfinal matchup and they test positive for COVID-19? They're done. Yeah. They'll be done, and it'll be an automatic walkover. What's going to happen on the PGA Tour? Again, what is going to happen in the NBA? Let's say it's the, the Eastern Conference Finals. I'll just throw two teams in it, the top two seeds. Got the Toronto Raptors, and then you got the Milwaukee Bucks. What if Giannis Antetokounmpo tests positive for COVID-19? That completely throws away yeah. the Bucks' ch chances. Or maybe it won't because, you know, other players will rise up. But, you know, Giannis is what's yeah. definitely got them into the first seed. Maybe they'd be in the playoffs, but – what is going to happen? I, I wonder if this is going to happen. Yeah. Um, so. As the NBA also released a document, I think this week, saying that players will be, I think, I they're going to be allowed to go around Disney World, and I don't even know. It's just, that's a whole other discussion. Go golfing, that's another discussion. But it could be for all sports. Just to get back to this, it could be survival of the fittest. Um, the Greek freak, if he if he's done, then I don't like their chances. But he could go down with a sprained ankle, just the same. And uh, it's true. And so there's there's other illnesses and injuries. So. Again, uh, time will tell, and we'll even see if these sports kick off. So, anyhow, the uh, U.S. Open tennis will be taking place, and the number one uh, Joyker, or my man Joyker, I'm sure will be there, and these players will hopefully feel comfortable in their uh, surroundings. Okay, Dad, you want to go to the next topic for you? You had another good one coming up. Well, um, I, well, I can. I'm just going to throw this in. Here's a little uh, little golf trivia for you out there. These are just little. Some some tidbits, but uh, you don't want to miss the these. Did you know uh, the chance of making two holes in one in a round of golf are one hundred? Sorry, one in sixty-seven million. I, my, I've never had one. Uh, Jacob, my son, Jacob's never had one. Um, our parents of my parents of each, I think, had one. Maybe my mom's had two, but to get two in two uh, in one round is one in sixty-seven million. Well, it's funny that you bring that up. I'm sorry uh, to interrupt you. I think um um. Butch Harmon's son, I'm blanking completely on his name. Um, Butch Harmon's son, who's on the Brian Harmon, I think he had two in a round. So as soon as you brought that up, that came to mind. Okay, well, he's the one in 67 million. Tiger Woods snagged his first uh, ace at the age of eight years of age. Um, trivia the longest golf hole in the world is the seventh hole, par seven of the Sano course at the Satsuki Golf Club in Japan. Measuring 909 yards. And how so long is that? That is a total distance of 909 yards par seven. Okay. So, you know, I have some thoughts about that. Um, if players can hit a drive, you know, let's say 320, and then they can hit their next three woods, let's say, you know, 290 plus 290, then they're basically on, they could be on the green in three if they hit three really good shots and have a putt for albatross. Yeah, so, yeah, or whatever they would call that. Maybe they get it in three. What do you, what, that's called the, the condor. 
If you get a three on a par seven. <laughs> yeah, that's a condor. Uh, four under on a hole is called a condor. So, yeah, we got some fun facts here. Uh, um, I'll just give you one more here, and uh, we'll move along. But did you know that there are 336 dimples on a regulation golf ball? I think you should go and count, and uh, you can uh, Twitter us. Uh, tweet us. Tweet us or tweet us. Jacob, what's our Twitter account? At the house sports. And tell us if that is a, a correct number of, uh, of dimples. Um, uh, lastly, the youngest golfer to shoot a hole-in-one was this fellow named uh, Kobe Orr. Not sure if he was related to Bobby or not, but this this little boy was five years uh, old, and he did this in Littleton, Colorado in 1975. That's the, that's the youngest person. I'm going to say that record will be beat someday. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm There's sure. a lot of good... I was watching this video, in fact, before we did the podcast of this two-year-old with this really good swing. Uh, nonetheless, on like a regulation course, uh, some of the par threes, you'd have to be able – but I think like, you know, some of those golfers, they start young, they'll hit a shot over 100 yards, and they'll go in the hole. There's some, you know, really young, skilled golfers. So uh, I think that'll be beaten, but that's a good fact. Good fact, Sure, Dad. sure. We got more facts. Uh, we'll move along. Uh, Jacob, will, uh, Jacob, you want to tell us how they can find us here on the uh... – on our site? Yeah, you can find us at uh, all these different platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, as well as some other ones. And uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. Again, we're, this was episode nine of or episode nine of Into House Sports with Jay and Jay. So uh, we're going to jump into the next segment. Um, I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, MLB, right? Because they're saying that right now the players, I think, want 70 games. Owners are thinking 60. I think, you know, it's not as you know that long of a of a season to like not the 162 game grind as we're used to seeing, but it is going to be every game matters. Think about it. Pitchers are going to be pitching a lot more. Um, these players are going to be. Oh, it's going to be. It's going to be something completely different. You can't if you win, if you lose, win get ten games in a row. It's going to be huge. If you lose ten games in a row, it is going to be brutal. If the season even happens, though, right? So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of a couple things. I'm thinking. There can be 58 games, Premier League style. Each team plays each other once or twice. Each, sorry, twice. Each team plays each other twice or the AL teams um, have the AL teams play each other uh, five times as well. Uh, if you want to expand the playing so you could play each other once or um, other uh, you all the all, all the other teams. In the, so everybody would play each other once. And then you could also once or twice, and then you could also have more games within your division as well. Um, and then I was thinking, since there's less teams making it, the top 16 teams with the best records make the playoffs or the top eight in each league. And how about a best of nine for the entire playoffs? So first team to win five games. So if it's the number one, so you really got, it'd be a long series. You'd be potentially playing nine game series, but it's going to be an absolute grind in the playoffs. And it'll be a lot of emphasis on the playoffs and maybe bonuses, bonus for salaries to players who make the playoffs. So that's what I'm thinking. Um, it's just a shot yeah, in the yeah. dark. I, I do like I do like that uh, where everybody, where every team would play every other team twice. Uh, but I think that the, the they're going to have two hubs, I believe. All right. Well, actually, that hasn't been decided yet. How where they're going to be playing the game. So still some uncertainty there. But I do like that Premier League. Uh, uh, Premier, Premier, Premier League, yeah, no, it's very interesting the way they do it. I don't know if we've discussed it on the show, but in the pre- the English Premier League, uh, each team plays each other once at the home and away stadium. Of course, this won't be in effect because there'll be two base locations. But you know, in baseball, we're used to seeing the seeing the series. But um, 
if it's if the teams are split down the middle, then everybody has like either a two games, two two game series or one uh, four game series. But it would be very exciting. Um, Whatever's gonna happen, we want to see a season. You know, sixty games yeah. is better than zero games. I agree with that. There are some traditionalists who want one hundred sixty-two games or maybe one hundred forty, but uh, I think sixty games would be suffice. You don't want to make get I think much it'd be less than that too. Um, a best of nine. Holy smokes! Can you imagine going back and back and forth the nine game? That would be a grind, but it yeah. would be exciting. Yeah, it'd be exciting. Maybe at least, and maybe a best of nine for the first. I don't know, first couple rounds because there's so many teams in it, but. Um, uh, they could definitely do a lot of interesting things based on this season and based on all this other stuff. Um, let's get to another topic. Um, we're going to go right into a shout out. Happy birthday this week to my man, Phil Mickelson turned the big five Oh this week. Um, so happy birthday to happy Phil birthday, Mickelson Phil. as well as happy birthday, the big four Oh to Venus Williams. So dad, we got some trivia coming up right now. The question is dad, this is going to, I want to get your honest guess. How many tournaments has Phil Mickelson won in his career? How many has Phil won? It's a good question. I'm going to go Phil. Phil's, oh my, I'm going to say, hmm, has he won 50 tournaments? I'm going to go with 47. That's a very valid guess. He has won 44 events. Um, in fact, I think he won an event last season at Pebble Beach. Pro-Am, I think he's won that tournament five times. Now, another question is, how many has Tiger finished second in those 44 wins or tied for second? In the 44 Phil Mickelson yep. wins, how many has Tiger came second in those tournaments? Yeah. Wow, that's a heck of a question. I like that one. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with 20 – no, that's too many. Well, maybe it's probably not too many. We'll go with the uh, 18. You know what? That I was thinking it'd be a lot more. He's actually Tiger Woods has only finished second in five events. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. I think I was thinking a lot more. And now we're gonna reverse that. How many tournaments has Tiger won in which Phil finished second? And we're not talking and we're not including the match or the Tom Brady thing. Sure, sure. Or any so Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods wins the tournament. Or no. Yes, Tiger Woods wins the tournament. And how many is Tiger, Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods has won 80. Two. 82 for Tiger. How many is Phil coming second? Yeah. Okay, let's raise the bar. So Tiger was five. Okay, I'll go with I'll go with um ten. Uh, the answer is four. So <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's that you I was thinking a lot more. They've had a lot of good battles. Well, I a think a lot of good other but, uh, golfers. That's nine big battles, you know, combine those two. And then there's other ones where they finish, you know, probably they both finish second and third. Nonetheless. Um, for those of you who don't know, Phil Nicholson is actually building a course in Calgary. I think it's opening this year. I think it's open now. And I maybe we'll be seeing a President's Cup there, a Canadian Open, another event. I'm looking forward to seeing some big things from that course representing Calgary. Okay. And um, listen to this fact. Phil Mickelson has had one top 10 for 30 straight years on, on the PGA Tour. Isn't that crazy? He's played for 30 years on the PGA Tour, which is yeah. incredible. And he's finished in the top 10 30 straight years. That's a Phil fact for you. Top 10. Um, one top 10 at least every single year. He's had a tournament where he's participated in the top 10 at least years. once. And then my most memorable. I'm not sure he's going to do that this year. I'm not sure if it's included. I don't think it has included this year. But one thing that I want to ask you, Dad, is um, 
sorry, is what is your most memorable Phil Mickelson moment? First one that comes to your head. I say Phil Mickelson, what comes to your head? Go. I, I first thing first thing came to my head was the commercial where he's uh where he's dancing. That uh, is a good one. Where he's dancing. I don't know what he was. I think it was for he's some shorts some, or some, some pants. Dress shirts. Dress shirts. shirts. Okay, that's the or first pants. that's the first thought that just came to my head. You awesome. When I think of a film moment, I think of him winning the 2013 Open Championship. I remember we were at uh, Canada's Wonderland in Toronto, and uh, we didn't we didn't know what was happening in the tournament. And we looked it up, and you said we said Phil Mickelson won that 2013 Open Championship. And I've you know heard a lot about him winning that tournament over the years, and he said that was like the the last major he thought he would ever win. So and it is or the, like the last major out of the four majors, and in fact that is the last one he has won is the 2013 Open Championship. So Phil Mickelson. Very uh, fun to watch, quite charismatic, and um, a fun guy. I'm looking forward to seeing him one day, perhaps at the Shaw Charity Classic. Very good. Um, now we're going to jump over to Venus really quickly. Out of this, Now, here's some trivia for Venus. Out of the 16 Grand Slam finals that Venus has played, how many has she faced Serena, her sister? Um, so she's been in 60 out and how many has she won? I do not know. I'm going to say oh, she's probably, that, we're not talking. That's, that's, that's coming okay. up. Okay. How many she played her sister? That's quite a few. Actually. I am going to say first time that comes to my brain, I'm going to go with eight. Oh, so close. She has played nine times more than half against her sister. Isn't that incredible? Um, and now how many has she won out of 16? She's been in 16. And then you asked me how many she's beat Serena or how they are. She's six years. So she in sixteen uh, grand slam. She's probably she's probably won. I don't know, ten. Oh, so close again. Or oh, actually, that one actually wasn't that close. <laughs> so I was looking at the nine again. She has won seven. So that's pretty respectable. You know, these are she makes it to the finals. Yeah. So she's seven to nine. And yes, you read my mind. Um, what is her record against Serena? In Out of nine, a nine uh, back to uh, nine head to head. I will go that she. You have is- ten possible guesses. Uh, I'm going to go with she has beaten her. I'm going to go with the answer's gone. I'm thinking three or four. I'm going to go with three wins, six losses. The Her record is two and seven, so respectable guess. Listen to this fact. She has the most appearances in a Grand Slam singles draw, um, 85. That's incredible. You know, people dream of making one or, you know, 10 or 20. She's made, uh, she's been to, she has been in the Grand Slam singles draw 85 times. So that's the most out of any player in the Australian Open. What is your first memory? What is your, when I say Venus Williams, what do you think of? Where is that? Yeah. I think of, uh, I just think of uh, just uh, giving it her all. I mean, every tournament just for as long, and I just feel like she's been around forever. Her and her sister, but Venus is the older sister. I feel like she's been playing for a long, long time. And just every time on the court, just giving it 110%. And she just said she's 40 years old. She's still pounding the ball. So, I don't know, a champion. Okay. The first thing I think of is, you know, the legendary Serena-Venus battles. And then something else that is incredible is that they would play each other in the finals. And then they'd be playing with each other in doubles yeah. and beating people up. Uh, other people so yeah that venus and serena have changed the sport of tennis and i think venus is going to be retiring very soon that's yeah, my guess yeah, we'll i think see. she wants to retire after the olympics i don't know if she'll play another year she's still very strong and i think highly ranked that's a uh, happy birthday again to phil and and venus so very good so let's let's carry on here uh 
Uh, again, you're listening to In the House Sports with Jay and Jay. It is uh, uh, May, uh, June the um, June twentieth. Uh, June twentieth, and the last episode for- of the spring. Okay, uh, time for that KBO update. Do we have any music for a KBO update? Uh, Ugh, not yet. That's we something we got yet. KBO uh, update brought to you by. We have nobody who's brought it to you. You can uh, tweet us and uh, you can sponsor us. Uh, tell us why you want to be our sponsor. But we 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 are looking for a KBO sponsor. But uh, as you know, we follow the SK Wyverns. They still are. There's a ten a team league in the Korean baseball. A league they are in ninth place it's been a bad week they have not been winning they've been only losing um they were losers yesterday 9-3 to the kai woon heroes and um the record right now is 12 wins and 20 losses of note is our man jamie romack uh was two for three in yesterday's a loss and uh, he has got a batting average of uh, 0.258 so he's doing okay he continues to be uh batting a cleanup uh, the NC Dinos are still the number one team with 27 wins and 12 losses. So well, hopefully this next week will be a, a better week for our uh, Wyverns. And I hope you like the uh, this uh, update. So that was your KBO update presented by or sponsored by. No. <laughs> anyway. Sponsored by fill in the blank. But we'll get to that. Yes, we are looking for anybody. You don't have to actually give anything. Just if you want to be sponsored by us or sponsored it. Or, or just want to have a shout out, let us know. Okay, uh, we're going to go to another topic. We're going to try to, uh, hopefully, you know, we uh, we can only record for 30 minutes. We just found out versus 25. So we'll see if we can get everything in. If not, we'll have a short part two. But, um, Dad, you wanna ha- do you want to have another topic? I said one more uh, topic. We'll move okay. through this. Uh, uh, we're talking basketball. Uh, Toronto Raptors has been over a year, and they're still the champions because we don't have a champion uh, yet. So, We'll just keep on uh, celebrating then. But, uh, you know, they'll be rusty when they come back. Again, we're, we're hoping that they will be back. But, you know, some questions. Uh, Marcus Gasol, uh, does he have anything left in the tank? Apparently, Nick Nurse says that that he looks uh, quite slim on a Zoom call recently. We, yeah, yes, and I, I told you, Steve, when we were golfing, I got an alert that he lost some weight. And uh, he looks slim a gym. lot slimmer. He looks, yes, yeah, slim. Well, I think, I think they're going to need him. So I hope he does. I think he will have a little bit of something left in the tank. Kyle Lowry, can he still perform at an all-star level? That was a question uh, brought up today on uh, this last week on Bleach Report. He averaged this year 19.7 points, 4.8 rebounds, 7.1 assists in 52 games. I think they can count on Kyle Lowry. They're going to need to count on Kyle. I hope he's coming back in good shape, yeah. ready to run the floor. I agree with you. And he's proved time and time again, I thought, when's he going to stop being an all-star? This guy is so good in his veteran years and uh, – Looking forward to seeing what he does next. And then the last uh, question I get from Bleacher Report, can Pascal Siakam um, channel his inner Kawhi Leonard? I think that he'll be just one guy in the court that there's going to be a team effort. I don't think he can replace Kawhi. It's going to be Lowry. It's going to be Pascal. Uh, it's going to be Pascal Siakam. But I'm, I'm looking forward to Norm Powell and uh, OG Ananobi. I think those two guys are going to be stepping up big. I think the Raptors can make a big run for it again. I really do. I wonder one thing that I want to add is I wonder how much the mental effect is going to play into it. These guys aren't at home in Toronto. They're not, uh, you know, people who live in these different places. They're all going to meet together. So it's definitely going to be an uncomfortable situation. Other athletes maybe will respond to it better. So there's definitely that mental edge. Uh, Dad, should I push us to the end of the show? Yes. let's Awesome. So one thing I want to add is this week, Xander Shoffley on the PGA Tour – 
Um, in golf, this is something that's kind of weird, but um, in golf, there's a cut line. So after Thursday and Friday, only a certain amount of people make the weekend. And sometimes there's an odd amount of people that, that make the weekend. So they usually usually play in twosomes, um, two people or threesomes, it's called. Yeah, I know, kind of weird, but that's the name of it. And um, and uh, so Shoffley was playing all by himself today. Imagine that you like just make the cut. So he had to play all by himself at 8.05 a.m., which is, you know, you know, he, he's probably not going to win because there's so many athletes ahead of him. So he plays by himself. And unfortunately, tomorrow he is going to have to play by himself again. And imagine how weird that is, um, you know, on the, on no the PGA fans, Tour. No, no fans. It's quiet. But maybe like, I don't know, every all the volunteers or people are watching him. But uh, it's definitely a weird scene. It's some weird stuff happening. But be, I thought it was notable. It would be interesting to see what he had to say about the experience, uh, to hear some uh, some notes about that. And uh that's funny. They asked to do it again but, tomorrow. But you know what? Good on him for making the cut. He was uh, in contention last week, and um, this week he just makes a cut and will take home a nice check at the end of the week. Anyway, it's going to be a good Sunday tomorrow. You got a lot of players uh, in close contention, including last week's winner, Berger, Daniel uh, Berger, Daniel one stroke back, and. Uh, and we got the Canadian Corey Connors. I think he's two, maybe three strokes back. Anyway, this was a nice, compact, um, good episode of In the House Sports with J&J Dad, don't you think? I think it was. Maybe. Happy Father to everybody yeah. out there. And Jacob, wish me happy Father today. Happy Father's Day, Dad. You're a great dad. And it's been awesome you. starting this podcast with you. Hope Nine you, episodes in. Hope you keep listening. Please tell your friends and your neighbors about us and anyone who likes sports or just some dad in the background just to listen to us. And again, you can tweet us at... Tweet us at at uh, at the house sports. Again, uh, we we label we organize these podcasts with timestamps. So if you want to listen to certain segments, go right ahead. Uh, whatever you want. But again, thank you so much again for tuning in. Uh, we're looking forward to another great week. Summer starting. Seems like it's been you know summer for a while. Not really being at school, but uh, summer starting tomorrow. Uh, happy birthday to my friends Hunter and Carter. Have a good day, Dad. One second. <laughs>